from Relevant Magazine. It's the Relevant Podcast. Numbered my days And I'll go along with everything you say But I'll ride home laughing Look at me now That the walls of my town They come crumbling down It's the week of Friday, January 4th Welcome to 2013 This is a relevant podcast Everything seems so much more fresh and optimistic It does Already I feel like we just, you know, we looked over the fiscal cliff and we just said no, no thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm your host Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios, the very lovely Maya Strang. Hello. To her left, Calvin Kearley. Hi. Over there on the ones and twos, our illustrious producer Chad Michael Snavely. Hello, friends. And on the Audible.com line, all the way from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Uh, Audible.com is kicking off the year right with us. Sponsoring the podcast mm-hmm. once again. I'm seeing tweets. People are signing up for the audible.com accounts from the relevant podcast link I and they're getting too. their free books. Awesome. Yeah, by all cool. means, you get a free book. Uh, if you if you don't know, audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Users can choose audio versions of their favorite books, and they have over 100,000 titles. You can purchase individual books, or for real savings, you can sign up for the Audible Listener Program, which gives you book credits each month for a low monthly fee. Listeners of the relevant podcast, audible.com is giving you a free audiobook and a 30-day trial if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash relevant. Now, it's important you go to that link because we get credit audiblepodcast.com in free downloaded books slash relevant go get your free book Rachel Held Evans Stephen Furtick Bob Goff John Acuff Don Millers all other books are on Audible go check can, it out can I ask you guys a question yeah if you made a New Year's resolution to read more does audible.com downloadable audiobooks count yes oh definitely yeah. then you should definitely take up the offer and download the book <laughs> we have a very special podcast for you today because we're wearing new headphones. Maya went and bought all of us new headphones from Marshalls. It sounds like... <laughs> I was going to say this sounds really I actually good. didn't open mine up. They are, they're Sony's, and uh, the Marshall tag says they're only $14.99. Compare it $20. These are quality right. headphones, Only the best. People. <laughs> I will say I'm glad you got new headphones from Marshalls and not new microphones. Yeah, this I, was, yeah. I, w- I was hoping they were like an off-brand from Marshalls that were like a knockoff of like Dr. Dre, like Beats, <laughs> and it was like some like weird washed-up rapper's brand mm-hmm. that is like an exclusive to Marshalls. It's the Cisco Beats version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, going to say that this, they sound great because Cameron, it sounds like you're right in the room with me. <laughs> so. The Cisco, well, the Cisco headphones at Marshalls come with a free thong. <laughs> <laughs> Not recommended for putting on your head like headphones. <laughs> Could be like a bandana. Yeah, I guess so. Headband, mm. head yeah. bandana. Well, when everybody was in the office, when we had yeah, Jesse when we had Adam, Adam and, and Jesse, and we had too many people in the room, we had we had to pull out these old. Quick, school. go to Marshalls. <laughs> <laughs> We're having guests. We've Hurry. Been, no. We've been waiting for this. No, I know why you did it because you had you got the, had the, the remnant ones. the remnant ones that were massive, and uh, the ones we haven't used in five years, and you got stuck I was with not them. Okay with and it. you're like, no, I'm gonna go and get normal looking headphones. And you were at Marshalls. You sent me a tw- a picture. You're like, are these okay? And I was like, yeah, they're like the ones we have. Go ahead yeah. and get them. 
I didn't realize there were fourteen. I want to throw though. the other ones w- in the is garbage. There, are, see, there was sometimes, and I don't want to malign the good name of Marshalls, but you know, sometimes when you buy clothes there, you're like, "Oh, dude, this is the name." I bought an Obey shirt there one time. And I'm like, "Oh, this is a pretty good deal." I get it home, put it on. Logo's a little crooked. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like there's a reason it was discounted at Marshall's. Yeah, ir- and again, irregular. I'm not saying everything there is defective, but have you ever have you ever seen the t-shirt rack at like a Stuckey's, right? Like the truck stops, uh, like when you're on a road trip or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've I've noticed if you go to like I'm not talking about like the the J and L's and the nice truck stops. I'm talking about like literally like Stuckey's. <laughs> if you go in Stuckey's, they have like this one random rack of t-shirts, and, and you flip through them, and they're like. You know, it says like, you know, tourist t-shirts and different things or Disney t-shirt. But they always have like a little like fish sticker, like a little tiny like thumbnail size fish. And they're in random places. Hmm. And I, <laughs> I couldn't figure out why they would bedazzle these otherwise normal tourist t-shirts with these fish stickers. Right. Yeah. And then I realized they were holes in the mm. shirt. Oh. And so by putting these fish things on it, they were able to then sell it for. $2, have you ever $2. have you ever been there That's to like Marshall's. a truck stop and okay. they have some T-shirts or hats that maybe are a little blue? If you know what I mean, like you see one that says FBI and it's like Federal Booty Inspector. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like okay, I'm 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 here to fill up my gas tank. Wait, that's not real. Because I have a certificate. (laughs) I'm here to fill up my gas tank. You know, I'm on a long road trip. I'm probably going to grab some some, some of those uh, sour gummy worms right there. (laughs) The little trolley, sour gummy worms, some peach rings, a Coke. But I have to have that hat. It is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've been been on road trips where I went in. uh, In the south, you'll see this. They have like little tiny baby alligator heads. Hmm. And uh, and I purchased one and it's in my office. That's where the... Gator claw from Jesse. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> the gator claw yeah, story. It was, <laughs> yeah, that, story. That was a gator back scratcher. Back <laughs> scratcher. Right. Yeah. My yeah. dad had like gone to Florida on some business trip or something and he brought back me and my brother <laughs> little right. these gator hands that were I don't know what are they they, they they hardened them with some sort of, you know, enamel, right. you know, right. like clear enamel. But it's it's it, and it's this coiled up little gator hand. <laughs> On a stick that that you can scratch your back with, it's the perfect gift. So we thought it would be funny to like go to a grocery store and with like a long sleeve shirt and 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 act like it was like you had like one weird hand because I mean it's realistic hand, you know, it's fl- it's gator skin and like we're like oh, I'll take this pack of gum and just between the two long gator nails we like jammed like coins and we're like oh here you go and you handed the change yeah and they were too weirded out to say it, it, it's like most likely this is some kind of weird prank but what if the guy just has a really gnarled weird tiny gator from like some accident or birth defect yeah you can't risk it. If I don't. I don't think the birth defect exists where a human baby is born with a gator claw. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hmm. How old were you when you did this, Jesse? I was probably like 14. 28. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last guy. Like- we uh, we also did this. Then this is gross too. But this was even better because it looked even more. <laughs> we were at a grocery store and like in the meat section, like like where they where they have like the the meat in like the plastic, you know? Yeah. They had pigs' feet. Ew. That that I guess people cook and eat, but they were pretty, they were <laughs> they were just like raw severed pig's feet, but they're really fleshy. And we did the same trick with that, and that was pretty funny as well. <laughs> so all that because Maya splurged and got us high quality oh, fidelity yeah. equipment 
right. at Marshall's. It, they're really Sony, okay, guys? It's Sony, but it's spelled S-O-N-E-Y. Yeah, and the logo's yeah. a little crooked. <laughs> is, hey, is my ear supposed to be bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we have equated Marshall's with Sonny's uh, truck stops. Stuckies. Stuckies. Yeah, yeah sorry. You guys uh, are mean. No. I was trying to help you out, and you're They're just great. sitting here making fun of me. I'm no, that, that, was, that was thoughtful. Whatever. No, you found a deal, too. Not only were you thoughtful, you also got it for a bargain. <laughs> So let me ask you this and then I'll stop. Mm -hmm. If you got a Christmas present from someone, Mm -hmm. like it was like, oh man, this is a nice shirt. And you're like, oh, I bet they, this is a polo or something, some nice brand. And you look and it had a tag for Marshalls. Would you think a little different about it? (laughs) Just a hair. I get yeah. it, <laughs> but see, but see, polo. I buy you would lots get, of stuff from you, you wouldn't get polo, would you? You wouldn't. You, wouldn't you get chaps, Ralph Lauren? Yeah, yeah you, you would. get the off brand. You would. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Or maybe it's a polo, but the but the little guy with riding the horse is like crooked. It's really a dog, or yeah, an alligator or something. He doesn't up. have the polo stick in his hand. <laughs> I have it's it in Marshall's horse. when I'm Slightly like, off. and I'm like looking through, and it's like all chaps, and it's all you know Hugo and different things, and then and then. And then, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's a Ben Sherman. Like you're like surprised and shocked that there's this like awesome shirt. And you're like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I, every now and then you can find some good stuff. Adam Marshall's or what's the other one? TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Oh, and Ross. And Ross. And Ross. The Ross is no, a little harder to find. You can't find anything nice at Ross. They have really. They don't have real brands. The stuff that you want to stay away from is the packaged like. Gifts, c- gift candy things. Yeah, because those are two yeah. years old. <laughs> right. Those yeah, you stay and, away and they, from. And they're way more expensive than anything else in the store. <laughs> the candy? Right. Really? It's like weird designer candy. <laughs> but they're from like like last Valentine's Day. Right, and they like misspelled truffles, and you just you just want to stay away from that. Yeah, I've always wondered, like there's a section back in the back next to luggage where they sell like spices <laughs> and, and like canned <laughs> popcorn and stuff, uh-huh. and you're going... How old is this food? Well, and plus, no one went in there to buy that. No one's like, oh, man, I got to eat some canned popcorn. I got to head over to Marshall's. <laughs> or it's like, oh, you're, you're right in the middle of like preparing this gourmet meal. It's like, oh, darn it, I'm out of oregano. Hurry, run to Marshall's. To the spice <laughs> Get some headphones while you're there. <laughs> it really is sort of like you go in there for you clothes. Never know what you're you go in there for clothes. And then you're pleasantly surprised. You're walking out with some oregano, a carry-on luggage piece, a blanket, an ottoman, <laughs> an ottoman. Kind of like Target. You a can't mirror. come out with <laughs> like a really wanted. cool picture of the the San Francisco <laughs> Gate Bridge Tunnel. <laughs> like you're like, oh Gate man, I didn't tunnel. come in for this, but this is gonna look great in my house. They're like mist. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> mist. This is a great piece of photography. <laughs> <laughs> look how dramatic it looks. <laughs> Only cost twelve bucks. <laughs> Yeah, that's less than the candy. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take that wooden carved elephant as well. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put it yet, but I'll find a place. I love the home accents, the wall decor where you have these like big plaques that say kitchen or bath mm-hmm. on it. Or the or or bistro. They bistro. do a lot of right. the French yeah, bistro. They do the French cafe or bistro. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I know where my kitchen is. I don't need to label it. It's, like, it's not like there's tour groups coming through. Right. They're like, what's that <laughs> room wait, over there what, with the refrigerator? Right, what room is this with the sink and the, and the oven? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wait, there's a sign. I would have no idea what room we're in right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I, wait, I'm very disoriented in my own home. I need to head to Marshall's. It's a label. keep getting lost. Some labels for my room. You know what my dining room needs? A giant fork and spoon on the wall. <laughs> Marshalls. In <laughs> a beast or something. Yeah. 
But you're right. There is a difference between Marshalls and TJ Maxx and Ross. And Ross, Ross is definitely yeah. not trying to keep up mm-hmm. with yeah. the other ones. I'm not. I can't even say I've. I may have been in a Ross, but I don't. I. It didn't stand out because I don't even remember any distinction. And the organization know? at a Ross is weird. Like you have like baby sneakers and hand lotion right next to each other. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You gotta lube up it's those like little feet. It's like they just feet. get the shipment of junk <laughs> that's and just dump it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a pile. At Ross, there's no shelves. There, there's just a people milling around a pile of, of goods. You know, Ross, you know what Ross is? It's the last stop before that thing is sent overseas in like <laughs> in charity work. You know, you can dress for it's like the Super Bowl shirts. Mm-hmm. It's in Sports Authority first, doesn't sell, moves to a Ross. No, it moves to a Kmart. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or well, you're saying TJ Ross Max is lower than Kmart? I think Ross is lower than Kmart. No. Have you been on Kmart lately? N- well, no. Okay. I'll tell you this much. But, but at Last... least Kmart carries their own brands, though. I, you're talking to a Kmart employee. Listen, Kathy, let... Kathy, <laughs> let me say two, three words, and then I'll let you go. Kathy Ireland Collection. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> so, la- okay. So here's the thing. Kmart. Kmart's marketing is phenomenal. I love their ad campaigns. Mm-hmm. Great job. The biggest bait and switch in the history of retail, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're really cool and they're cooler than targets. And you're like, you know, last Friday night, Maya and I went to a nice dinner and uh, we we're going to go see a movie afterwards. And so we went over to the movie theater. And of course, it's a holiday weekend. Couldn't even find a parking spot. The place is going to be sold out. We just gave up. But both of us had, had to use the restroom. Well, across <laughs> right. the street. Like, Why did we go there? Across the street is uh, a Kmart. Mm-hmm. We thought, eh, nobody's going to look at us. So we just kind of come in and act like we're going to browse. We're dressed nice, you know. <laughs> and then we just happened to, you know. There is nothing more depressing than being in a Kmart on a Friday night. Oh. Hey, try working there on a Friday. Night. <laughs> I could like I said, it's it was a dark time. <laughs> and, like, and I'm sorry if there's any Kmart listeners working. I just didn't have a great experience. No, so. like here's the like they let the stores go. Here the merchandise itself, you're right, Jesse, is not bad. I mean they have like you know, they have name brand stuff, toys, electronics, they have decent stuff. But the they just they haven't like swept their stores. The floor. Like they've re- done, re- they redone have the, their arrangement they of have, everything, but they haven't like redone the floor so you can see their. Just- yeah, discolored oh, yeah. linoleum. The ceilings are the white uh, acoustic tiles and they're all discolored and hanging and a couple are missing. And it's like dingy, flickering fluorescent lights that it's just. And like there's this bad smell. And everybody who's there is sad and miserable and. So it's kind of like going to a Tampa Bay Rays game. Oh, it's kind of the same. Stadium. It's kind of the same situation. Yeah, yeah. probably the same crowd. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably yeah. the crowd's the same size. The number of people inside that Kmart and the number of people at a Rays game. Well, they pay their employees with Rays tickets. <laughs> it's like, but I live in Wisconsin. Well, you're gonna have to get there. Yeah. Uh, all that to say, we have a great show in store for you today. Wow, Not that's to how we started 2013 off. Yeah, all because I bought. Wait, we didn't even talk knew. about Steinmart. <laughs> Next week? Because we're not 63-year-old women. I love that place. <laughs> you do not. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I tolerate it. <laughs> I'm going there on my lunch break. You do what you have to do. <laughs> Coming up later, we will be able to hear them wonderfully in our high-fidelity new headphones. We have an in-studio performance by one of our favorite groups, Sugar in the High Lows. Hey. Sugar in the High Lows. It's awesome. This is a great, great performance. You definitely want to... Stay tuned for that. And also, we bring in Tyler Huckabee and our editors and uh, talk about the new January issue of Relevant, which just uh, released nationwide. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. But up first, your entertainment releases. Music coming out on uh, Tuesday, January 8th. 
Not much. Two items. Dropcake Murphy's coming out with signed and sealed in blood. And our pick of the week, Chris Tomlin with Burning Lights. I know who goes before me. Movies coming out on Friday, January 11th. A uh, couple. Uh, one's good, one's not. Uh, we'll start with one's not. A Haunted House, the Marlon Wayans uh, spoof <laughs> on, <laughs> on, on the Haunted Houses. Movie. Cedric the Entertainer's in it, if that helps you decide. Anyway. I, I was I was watching a Clippers game the other night, and Marlon Wayans was sitting directly behind like the two NBA commentators. And every time they would cut back to him, he was making faces right behind their back. <laughs> <laughs> It made me want to see the movie. That's all. Uh, also coming out, Gangster Squad, the unfortunately named but awesome-looking uh, uh, movie with Sean Penn, Ryan Gosling, Josh Brolin, Emma Stone. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. You're listening to Tame Impala. And like we said, if you have an Impala, you need a Tame. You need a Tame. Uh, the music, uh, the song is "Music to Walk Home By," mm. where you could ride the Impala home. If and it's you trained. walk home, the Impala is next to you, playing the music that you listen to as you walk. Home. Because it's tamed, mm-hmm. you just tell it, Impala, walk next to me. A wild Impala play the music. would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> never. It would this never. Is, you know, this <laughs> podcast getting too crazy. Right. All right, it's time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right, so in the past, I know we have talked about uh, awkward halftime shows that we've witnessed, mm-hmm. particularly at Orlando Magic Games over right. the years. Right, The boxing uh, uh, boxing kangaroo. kangaroo. Yeah. yeah, the boxing kangaroo. Which we wrote the- letters about and will never happen again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the Phoenix Suns game, which in my mind, I, I was so looking forward to, uh, but ended up being very disturbing. <laughs> uh, it's exactly like you would have thought, like this poor caged kangaroo getting boxed in front of thousands of, of cheering people. Uh, I've seen, we've seen Quick Change, the group uh, that, that is able to change clothes literally in the blink of an eye. That is awesome. something to behold. They steal and, the show. I, I, I think that the uh, Indianapolis Colts, uh, when they hosted the, the Houston Texans this past week uh, in, in the NFL, uh, not only did they get the win, but I also think that they may have hosted – the greatest halftime show ever. The halftime show wow. consisted of <laughs> a monkey that is trained to ride a dog like a horse. Okay. But mm-hmm. wait, but wait. He herded a herd <laughs> of rams, <laughs> like uh. through little gates and around obstacles. So the monkey steered the, the sheepdog to herd. Well, herd them into like a. Maybe the sheepdog was doing it on his own. The monkey was just along Th- for the hey, ride. That's what I thought too. 
Okay. And then a picture surfaced on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Jack, can, can this picture be posted on the relevant podcast page? Absolutely. Oh, of course. I, we, I know we try to stay away from visual slices, but when in this picture, you will see a look on the monkey's face. <laughs> and it, when you look into those those cold, dead eyes. <laughs> it's the look of a jockey. I mean, a, a determined is. jockey riding a steed to the finish line. Mm. It's but, but it has hatred in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like some sort of like gladiator that, mm. that is, 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 is chasing down his last enemy. Well, know? he is wearing a Mad Max Thunderdome sort of outfit with fringe and shoulder pads. Wow. It's not the look of a monkey who is just like strapped to the top of a dog that was <laughs> yeah. made to run around. I was just like, oh, cool. I'm on a, riding a dog. He is locked in on this ram. Yeah, that's true. That uh, ram's so going down. Did you see the video, Jesse? There's a video. Yeah, I did. And there's actually multiple monkeys. I like to say there's multiple. So it's yeah. a competition between the herding monkeys. That's why he's so well, I think determined. they just all just... Yeah, I it don't was know. a little hard to follow. Did they work together or were they trying to beat it each other? It just was a big mass of all these things running around and then all of a sudden all of the the sheep or the rams were in the the pin so you you got pen you it was got, pretty chaotic so they were working it was together. like a swarm of bees i think they were working together all the bees ended up in the same place at the end so you yeah. you the monkeys were working together they've dominated and were controlling another larger animal right. to accomplish a common goal it's this the is world. the beginning of the planet of the apes yep. yeah, yeah. What, what's your what the are, rise. if you're worried about do do animals have the the ability to uh, take over dogs with mind control and ride them like horses <laughs> to defeat even bigger and scarier animals like rams. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. <laughs> and they and they sh- and they showed us on the biggest stage possible the NFL. So so there so the the fear that you have mm-hmm. is that the monkeys will keep trading up species. Mm-hmm. So they exactly. before they then, then they dominate the whole animal because because the monkey itself couldn't have herded the sheep by itself. This so is a small monkey. So so it, it's a, like a squirrel monkey size. It's like the IKEA monkey size. Mar- Marcia yeah. monkey, I think. Yeah. So so it couldn't have oh herded God. the sheep by itself. So it dominated a dog. So now it could just trade up and dominate the ram itself to then herd lions, mm-hmm. dominate the lion mm. to. I mean, I'm saying this is a slippery slope. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the beginning of the end. Um, and, you know, how foolish of the, of the NFL and Fox <laughs> for putting this on display. Or well, AFC right. games, no. CBS. No, we should be thankful. They're alerting us to the, See, what I is happening. Taunt- they I think they're us. taunting us. <laughs> I, think, I think this is one big taunt. You know? I just realized- this, is, this is them scoring a touchdown and doing Gognum style in the end zone is what this is. I did notice that after the halftime show, all the commercials were about bananas. So I thought that was... <laughs> well, and I also, since Cameron, you brought it up, I, ha- I brought also an update about the Ikea monkey. Yeah. Oh, good. oh there's know. more? Um, the, the monkey's owner is incredibly upset that the monkey, she was assuming that this whole little custody battle would have been settled by now. So the, the, this, this woman that, that is the, the original owner of the Ikea monkey who brought the monkey to Ikea in the fur coat had the monkey escape. She, the monkey was confiscated by the officials. So this is just a little catch-up for everyone who wasn't familiar. And because in that part of the, the city, she's not allowed to own a monkey. So it was put into a sanctuary. In the meantime, she's in a custody battle and thinking of moving to like a cabin where it is legal to have monkeys. 
or it's not illegal. It's not on the books. But she would have assumed I would have got my monkey back by now while we figured this whole mess out. She went to the news hysterically upset that she didn't have the monkey for Christmas or New Year's because she had a Santa costume oh. for the monkey to wear all Christmas song oh. and a little bow tie outfit for New Year's. <laughs> I'm sure it was pretty nice, you know, seeing uh, we've that seen jacket. What, the quality we've seen the, the fur coat. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so really, the world was robbed of the ability to see this monkey also wearing a Santa costume. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Maya, what do you have? Uh, so when people get out of college... Um, or actually anytime people are looking for a new job, kind of the thing to do now, um, is, uh, most employers will Google the name of the person they're going to hire with social media, Facebook, kind of, you can kind of get to know them before, you know, outside of just their, you know, typical resume. Well, a career builder recently found out that two in five companies use social media sites to research job candidates. Well, a lot of people with common names were finding that this was really not good for them. It, they said most uh, employers won't go past the first page of Google right. and it'll get a common name. There's a company called brandyourself.com that somehow allows you to, you, it doesn't delete like your frat party or pictures or you being, you know, college person or whatever you do. Um, but it helps, somehow it helps put your, your basically your best web stamp forward. That's interesting. Is that how you say it? Web, no. web foot forward? Yeah, okay. Well, I, would, I wouldn't want to show them your webbed foot if you're calling for the job. <laughs> it's like a little alligator claw. Yes, sir, why don't, why don't you fit into regular size shoes? You'll never work in this office. <laughs> That's funny. Um, what I really liked about this is that the co-founder of Brand Yourself, he, um, he started it because he was trying to find a job out of college and he couldn't get, he couldn't get it. And finally someone told him that when you researched his, his name, um, it, was, it always came up as a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> and so he and he and another friend made this thing, and they just uh, struck up a deal with Syracuse University, where they st- they allow their students and alumni with no for no char- for no additional charges to um, use this service to like give them the best foot forward. It's smart. It is smart. You like, know who this also benefits? Who is that drug dealer? <laughs> it does. <laughs> I mean, basically cleared that guy's name. Pete Kistler. So he is free to get a good. If job you Google now. my name, uh, the other Cameron Strang comes up a lot. Like we're fifty fifty on the results. It's so weird. There's so another I Cameron get, Strang. I get congratulations all the time for his con- his career achievements. Like people Do you will send me notes. The congratulations. Well, people will send me an email like, "Hey, I just like he's a music ex- executive. He came up through the country music ranks, and so he's like a, a vice president at Warner Music, and so he's in like Variety or Billboard a lot." And so we're, we're on the fringe, I guess, of the music industry. And so industry friends will see in Billboard that Cameron Strang is now heading up a new division of <laughs> Warner Music. And I'll get, I'll get like 10 emails that day. Like, hey, so happy for you. Or Facebook notes of like, hey, saw the good news. And it's usually then a, you know, like somebody I haven't talked to in 20 years, you know, and they're... Yeah, that's not me. No. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, man, Cameron is the Bo Jackson <laughs> of, of like music stuff. <laughs> he knows. Cameron knows. Cameron knows. And then there's that news of the baby Cameron Strang who fell off the balcony in oh, Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. terrible. I got a lot of notes. Of, sorry, uh, sorry about your you injuries. Didn't get, you didn't get no, notes. Didn't get notes. You just got an alert that Cameron Strang popped up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Cameron Strang was in the hospitalized. He's a <laughs> two-year-old like, in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> fell off the balcony. I, the only other notable Jesse Carey I found was a Villanova women's basketball player that I think I've mentioned in the past. <laughs> yeah, but I right. will say this. 
I will play her in a game of one-on-one, winner-take-all search results. <laughs> I, will, I will expunge myself from the internet. Actually, I think that's what Brand Yourself is based on, is one-on-one matchups to see mm-hmm. who wins the Google results. Who gets it? Yeah. yeah. I often get confused from my dad. We have the same name, and I'm just a junior. Oh, uh, really? I didn't know you were a junior. I didn't know you were a junior. Yeah. Yeah, so I is that it, on your checks? It might be. I've never I don't know. seen a junior. I'm gonna go look. Yeah, so I'm I am technically a junior. Same I'm exact name. How does the bank cash checks that we write to your dad? <laughs> right, we're, we're writing your dad <laughs> all these very checks. Confusing. And, and I know right. the bank's letting you cash them. That's yeah. fraud. Well, technically, my dad's a banker, so that's how we're able to get away with it. <laughs> uh, but I I often get weird, cryptic Facebook messages of like, and my dad's 73, so I'm I was like the baby born in the family. Wow, yeah. So I get cryptic. Facebook messages of people in his generation just getting on Facebook who think they found him and are sending me messages. <laughs> like, man, Calvin, you look great. <laughs> yeah. Like, how's how's everything? I'm sorry to tell you, but Martha passed. And I'm like, I, I, what? There's always someone that passed. Poor Martha. Poor Martha. Poor Martha. So, so you're saying that when 73-year-olds Facebook each other, it's always because somebody it's always, passed? It's always negative. Yeah, they got to tell somebody. It's basically yeah. just an obituary. I mean, prove me wrong. <laughs> so senior citizens Facebook is just a massive obituary. Yeah, and it's, or it's, about, it's a social obituary site. <laughs> it is very, very sad. Right. Or it's about knee replacement surgery. And like recovery time, physical ailments. <laughs> My duandum's acting up again. <laughs> you know how? Hey, hey Calvin, <laughs> haven't talked to you in it's been at least three decades now. Glad we caught up. Don't know if you heard about the old duandum. <laughs> <laughs> it's not doing so good, pal. How's your duandum? You know how when you go into Facebook now and it has that suggestion like uh, in the field yeah. for status, like what's up, or it has you kind of. <laughs> It leads Tell your you friends to happy say, holidays. Yeah, it's like now, like for senior citizens, it's like you know who's still alive, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how did how did your surgery go? <laughs> Are you the only boy? No, I have. Uh, we have like a weird Brady bunch thing going on. Like I have a, a half sister and a half brother who are both about fifteen years older than me, and then I have two stepsisters and a stepbrother. Oh, what was your name going to be again? Dallas Reynolds. Dallas Reynolds. That was Reynolds. the other name on the Dallas book. Reynolds? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas Reynolds. We learned this at our staff at Christmas, Christmas party. party. <laughs> like, we, we do a game where like, name. get to know your coworkers, and everybody has to, like, guess, like, various facts, obscure facts about each. Mm-hmm. And, and one of them came up and said, I was supposed to be named Dallas Reynolds, <laughs> and it was Calvin. <laughs> if you were named Dallas Reynolds, there's a, I, you would have been starring in the Twilight franchise. <laughs> I would have been starring in some type and of in franchise. In the role of Edward. Cullen. <laughs> right. Introducing Dallas Reynolds. It's <laughs> yeah. incredible name. Good yeah. stuff. Wait, was there a reason? And number one, number one, is there a reason? Number two, why did they later tell you? I don't Were know. they disappointed with how the junior was working out? <laughs> Maybe. There's too so much confusion on this Facebook. We should have gone with Dallas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I feel like if you name a kid Dallas Reynolds. You are putting such tremendous pressure uh, on him. A lot from of pressure. A very, you're, it's basically naming him Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or, or you call him Abraham Lincoln. Or, or, or give him a name that expectations will be so high that it's impossible for almost any man to live up to if your name is Dallas Reynolds. I was also told that if I was, had been a girl, I would have been named Jessica. And, oh. and that's my wife's name. So that would have been a weird relationship. Well, we probably wouldn't have gotten together. <laughs> right, because you're both girls. <laughs> right. right. So no, it wouldn't right, have been right. But, but had we gotten together, it would have been weird. <laughs> yeah. You guys could have been I'm best friends. Yeah. Jessica, Jessica and Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch that show. <laughs> <That'd be good laughs> show. <laughs> Jessica and Jessica well, starring like, Dallas Reynolds. Well, no, I like the Jessica. idea of that show being like a hard-hitting like politics commentary, like face-to-face, Jessica and Jessica. 
See, I, I see it as like a Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cr- like fighting crime. Fighting crime. Yeah. It's see, see I see it as like a cheesy CBS sitcom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gets canceled. Kind of like uh, Two Broke Girls sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Jessica and Jessica. Just super generic. Yeah, they're like, two single two, girls. Two, two ro- single roommates that live in the city and work at a coffee shop. Right. And then like this guy that, that <laughs> one of them met in the coffee shop calls, asks for Jessica. And then there's always that, oh, he meant you. And then yeah. there's that little audience canned laughter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. See, I, see, I saw it as kind of a more epic Charlie's <laughs> Angels, but with two people. Okay. And they're, they're out there. They're getting assignments. They're fighting crime. I'm pretty, yeah. Their hair's flowing. And then when like, <laughs> and then when the show starts to jump the shark around season three or season four, they add a third Jessica, right. oh, a ghost, yeah. a ghost who used to live in their apartment, <laughs> <laughs> who died. Her name's Jessica, and her name's Jessica, but it's a comical ghost. <laughs> it's like it's not a it's not a scary show. It's like they're only the Jessica, only people named Jessica can see the ghost, so hilarity ensues. <laughs> like the ghost Jessica is making faces behind people's back and really ruining dates. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like mischievous and comical. <laughs> they they change it to you, Jessica, Hulu. Jessica, and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want some listeners to go out there and shoot the pilot of just <laughs> yes. Jessica for us. But Please. start with season three when the ghost. Right. <laughs> <laughs> shoot this pilot for season three, and then if you find that good, we'll back up and we'll, we'll go. We'll back get you right. there. We'll read and part it. of it is like we you, you assume the audience already knows tons of information about the, <laughs> the two Jessicas, and just primarily focus on the comical ghosts. <laughs> Make sure she didn't die in a grisly way in the apartment because that really put a damper on it. Right. Um, what did you say? What was the last thing you just said? <laughs> Make sure she didn't I, die a grisly oh, death. Oh, grisly death. I literally thought you said, I, I couldn't tell if you said something about Shania Twain being in the apartment <laughs> or a grizzly bear. I, I heard Shania and Shania grizzly. Shania Twain killed her with a, with a grizzly bear. Honestly, any of those two additions would also make the show even better. Shania Twain rode a grizzly bear during a halftime of an Indianapolis Colts game. And got loose because it... it, 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 it it conflicted with a trained Impala. Right. Yeah. Right. Where the ghost Jessica was a cheerleader. Right. Oh. Yeah. That's and she it. was, yeah. So the ghost, Je- okay, Jessica. She's always dressed as a cult, an Indianapolis cult. <laughs> like, I can see, like, I the would little. watch that. She's got the, she wears the same thing all the time because she's a ghost. She's a ghost. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you, you you wear what you were killed in. And so Jessica, the Colts cheerleader. But she doesn't have, she doesn't look like a zombie. She just looks like a regular yeah. person. Cult. Is she kind of see-through? Yeah, no, of no, course. No, no. Yeah. It's assumed that you are seen just like a Jessica sees her, oh, like okay. an average person. So, so you but like she'll be in a scene and other people like the date doesn't see her. Okay, you know? right. So you don't have to worry about special effects budget. So, oh, yeah, so yeah. Jessica, the Colts cheerleader, was killed by Shania Twain riding a grizzly bear during a halftime competition, sh- hurting some comical. sort of animal. You know, yeah. you don't want to bring right. the show. You don't want to take it in a dark right. direction. Right. right. And it's realistic so far. And so. Shania Twain then sings the uh, theme song yeah, theme for the, song. For the yeah. show. Yeah. And then mm. how about this? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of season three like ratings are kind of slumping mm-hmm. so they introduce a new roommate <laughs> who's not named Jessica who can't see Jessica the ghost mm. and on a very special episode of Jessica Jessica <laughs> Jessica this new roommate starts taking uh, caffeine pills <laughs> okay just wait just wait her roommates aren't aware of her growing problem uh-huh. of caffeine pills <laughs> but the ghost is in the apartment and sees her and does a ghost intervention okay. with the other two Jessicas hmm. uh, on a very special episode for the whole family of Jessica, <laughs> Jessica, and Jessica. 
<laughs> so you renamed the show when they added the character. Yeah, they didn't rename for, for ratings purposes. No, they didn't rename the Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch, and Oliver. I mean, well, they, they should have. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're Oliver learning. Oliver should have been a ghost. We're learning from past TV mistakes. Oh, here. okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, if, I'm, I know a lot of TV execs listen every week. So Merry Christmas, Les Moonves. <laughs> this is right up your alley. All right, that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Sugar in the Handlows. Listening to Crystal Castles. Song is Affection. Sugar in the High Lows is Trent Dabbs and Amy Stroop, along with a pool of uh, Nashville's finest musicians. Uh, both Dabbs and Stroop are mainstays in Nashville's singer songwriter scene, and the two have heard dozens of their songs spinning behind hit shows like Grey's Anatomy, Parenthood, Private Practice, So You Think You Can Dance, Pretty Little Liars, and more. The happy-go-lucky numbers that evolved into Sugar and the Hilos first began to take shape when Dabs purchased a vintage box amp and sat down in his basement for a regular co-write with Stroop. A newfound creative freedom had been tapped, and the next seven tracks for the project fell quickly into place. Sugar and the Hilos' self-titled debut was an eight-track project, crackling with throwback phrases, the records laced with gospel, soul, rock, and an edge that'll convince you you're listening to new music through an old AM radio. The band performed three songs in our studio, and you can see the performances on the podcast episode page and on our YouTube channel. Performing See It For Yourself, here is the one and only Sugar in the Hilos.
with Sugar in the High Lows. Check out the video of this performance on our podcast episode page and on our YouTube channel. listening to Tamarin. The song is While You're Sleeping. I'm Jamie. So, every two months or so, as we've been known to do, we bring our editors into the studio and uh, we are very happy to welcome our managing editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hi, everyone. And our content development editor, Stephanie Smith. Howdy. Welcome to the podcast. Well, our January-February issue just released. Uh, Subscribers have been tweeting about it. Um, It's a unique issue for us. It's a special issue for us. It's not our normal culture-type cover, um, which was uh, an intentional decision and also an unexpected twist Mm. this time. Uh, Our cover story actually talks about uh, the second leading killer for in our generation, um, the second leading killer uh, for people ages 25 to 34, suicide. Uh, this is a time of year when uh, suicide's at its highest, uh, post-holiday, uh, the dead of winter. Um, it's an epidemic, and nobody's talking about it, and so we decided to. It was, it was sort of, it became a labor of love, I think, because, it, which is a weird way to talk about suicide, but as we begin delving into the issues surrounding suicide, we all in, who work here were, were really floored by the numbers right. we started to find. And it was hard to come by those numbers because people don't like to talk about suicide. It's, it's a very under-the-radar issue. Well, it, it was one of the things. Uh, this story, I, I wrote my comment a little bit about this, but this story wasn't planned to be our cover story. No. And, and, and as we were, we were going to talk about, we were going to do a story about depression and stuff. And because it's time of year, you know, uh, it's how you plan out an issue six months in advance. You kind of go... You know, what are people, what, what's going to be the thing on people's minds when this issue releases? And we're like, dead of winter, I mean, depression. You know, so so we, we assigned this article on depression, and, and the more and more we got into it, we realized that depression leading to suicide was a staggering, you know, uh, situation. The, the numbers that we were finding were, like, jaw-dropping. And, and, and the deeper we got into it, the more we were like, we have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't just bury this. So little context before you guys came um, a few years ago, we did an article on um, sex in our generation. And uh, we released a study that the NAE um, had, had um, commissioned and the numbers that came back were that, you know, the, the rate of abortions for Christians, uh, unmarried Christians is ex- pretty much the exact same as non-Christians that um, something like 80% of, uh, unmarried Christians have had sex. Sixty percent are in active sexual relationships, or within the last six months. It was just like what, you know, like you, you just don't like you don't hear that. You don't realize that that's going on. And right. people who you know made mistakes or are living that way usually probably think that they're the exception or they shouldn't. You know, like again, it's just not talked about, right? Well, we did this story. It was like jaw dropping to us, but we did it, and we didn't put it on the cover. And I don't have a whole lot of regrets in the 10 years we've been doing this, but I regret not putting that one on the cover hmm. because it was, it was a staggering hmm. uh, mm-hmm. story. And it was like uniquely our story. 
You know, it was our generation's story. It was our magazine's story. And we didn't put it on the cover, and I kind of yeah. regret that. Well, when we were working on this article, uh, the depression and turning into the suicide stuff, and we were finding the same sort of information that was like jaw-dropping, I was like, I don't want to regret it. I don't want right. to do this and bury it. Right. Well, at the same time, our plan A of the of what we were going to do on the cover, we decided to change. Um, listeners of the podcast know that Chad and Roxy and I went to Israel uh, in October to kind of... Uh, go on the wrong side of the wall and, and kind of look at peacemaking from a Christian perspective, a Palestinian perspective, an Israeli perspective, and uh, write a cover story about it. Well, that was going to be our January cover story. When we got back, two things happened. Number one, I think Roxy had about two and a half weeks to write it. And when we did the Haiti cover story a couple of years ago, we had a similar amount of time to write it, but we knew what the story for Haiti was. You know, we had 40 interviews before we even went. And then when we got there, we just reported what we saw, right? Israel was the opposite. Israel was like, as you're there and you're hearing things that are paradigm shifting and challenging, it takes you a while to process, right? It's an issue that we can't get wrong. So I knew that Roxy, her mind would be spinning when we got back, you know? She's a journalist and she'll get the job done. But I didn't want to rush that story. Well, right in the... So I was already nervous, number one. Number two, right in the middle of us writing it is when the violence, more violence erupted, the bombings happened and all that stuff. And, and, and we didn't know where it would end up, right? It's died back down. It's calmed down, obviously. Things are stabilized. But we didn't know at that time for sure. So I didn't... Again, we can't get this wrong. So I, if the situation was changing... I didn't want to write a story. Then it goes to the printer for a month and it comes out and it's outdated, you know? So we, as an editorial team, decided to move the story to give it the space it needs to be right, you know? So we were deciding what to do with Israel and Palestine right when we were working on this suicide piece and I was feeling the tension of, this is too important to hide, to bury, so we made a call the week we went to print, and we put this story on the cover. In hindsight, it's the right story for the cover. You know, it's the right one. If we had put Israel on the cover and buried this or moved this to a different issue, because Israel's a heavy piece, this is a heavy piece, I w- we wouldn't have put them both in the same issue, right? Mm-hmm. So we would have right. moved um, this one to the spring when everybody's happy and love is in the air, <laughs> and it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have impacted the way that it probably right. will right now. Yeah. Right. And one of the things I loved about the cover story as it turned out as well is that as an editorial team, we learned so much about it. And we were just sitting in our office, you know, shocked when we researched these statistics and sharing them with each other. Because on one hand, we learned a lot and we're excited to share that um, because we can't ignore this issue. But on the other hand, it's also an issue that we all have you know, either been depressed at some point we, or we know someone who's depressed. Um, it's an issue that affects all of us. And we, we did feel that, you know, we um, uncovered a lot of important stories in this that we were uh, glad to share at a, at a timely time. Uh, in researching this, we realized the church is so uniquely poised 
to to be in the middle of suicide to help people with suicide and and we just don't right but the people we talk to a lot of people who say the church is what rescued them so I, I think many of us probably all of us either either you've struggled with thought, thoughts of suicide or you know somebody who is and you just don't know what to do and I think this piece this piece really can shed some light on something that we that we really struggle with. It's hard to get your mind around, and I hope we were able to do that with the cover. So, other than that, it's it's not a heavy issue. It's a it's no. a it's a normal issue of relevant. And what you like about relevant is there. Um, there are fun pieces, life pieces, culture pieces, humor pieces. Uh, it, it it's just. Uh, when you have a big black cover, you know, it, like it seems <laughs> yeah. heavy. Uh, we, some, some, let's talk about some of our favorite moments of the issue. Um, well, I, I love, and I think a lot of people around the office know Tyler as kind of the sports guy, yeah. you know, the, the athlete. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say it, yeah. but some people, I mean, you just look you take at that, t- that kickboxing class. You just look at me. Yeah. I, I, boxing. I thought it was um, kickboxing. No, I don't. Do, my, is, that know, the, is that the weak one, thighs? Isn't that the class kid, that my wife kid. goes with you to? She she's not been coming much lately. Are you actually, in a girls? Are you in a girls kickboxing last class? Night, last night it was me and all the girls, but <laughs> and with, and when you're we like, do that, the you're like Kramer where he's doing <laughs> karate, and then they find out he's doing karate with nine year olds. It makes it hard to box when you're the only guy, but. <laughs> That aside, that doesn't mean I'm not an athlete. It just means I'm <laughs> an athlete with a lot of women around me, <laughs> and, uh, and and so and and so I'm obviously very excited about our our, our really a piece that really ended up looking fantastic. Our year of the outspoken Christian athlete, 2012. 2012 we deemed we, we named yeah. it. 2012 was the year. Of the outspoken Christian athlete, yeah, we and we can put it, we can, we can and have put a stamp on that. We've proven um, it in between this. between Tebow with everything that happened with him, and of course Lynn Sanity, and then people who are sort of unsung, like there, there was Gabby and the Bubba Olympics, Watson. Bubba Watson. It was a really big year for and, outspoken and Colin Klein, who, who Colin who, Klein uh, from Kansas State, who uh, was a Heisman candidate uh, finalist, and you know talked about purity and not kissing his girlfriend he didn't, and he, they didn't kiss till the altar i know they were one of those couples i know it's great this was the year if you talk about not hiding your light under a bushel i mean yeah the most prominent athletes out there have not just been like given the i want to thank jesus christ my lord and savior no it's been like like evangelistic blatant i mean mm-hmm. think about jeremy lynn i mean this guy couldn't be more out front with his faith and you know they they're successful on the court and they're backing up. It's just, we found it fascinating. Yeah. And also interesting to note how many of them use social media to be outspoken about their faith. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of moments when they've done that. And this seems to be a trend among many of them, which has been received differently, but still there. I love that we talk to local natives because I love the band Local Natives. Their album comes out here in January. Let's let's play a clip, Chad, of uh, Local Natives. That that is why I love local natives <laughs> because they're so good and they were so cool to talk to. Like they're such a friendly band and so interesting and really thoughtful and kind of goofy, which isn't 
really what I expected, but they were they were funny about it. So they they are they're a really hit band, and I, I think their album could do really really well this year. I would bet we'll be talking Speaking about of, this album at the end of 2013 when we're putting together really top ten albums of the year. It's early. Um, Speaking of goofy bands, <laughs> we yeah. have a feature uh, interview with Five Iron Frenzy. Oh, man. So now Five Iron Frenzy, yeah, they were a big deal 10 years ago. Ska is a big deal 10 years ago. There's like 40 people in this band. They went away <laughs> just like Ska did, but their fans are rabid, and their fans are our readers, and their fans broke Kickstarter and got them back. And uh, Five Iron Frenzy is coming back uh, with a new album this spring. It's a it's a really crazy story. It's crazy when we started story. once we started looking into it, we realized we had to be there because I would assume a lot of the people listening to this podcast had a lot to do with bringing Five Iron Frenzy. Back well, around. they got John Tess on our show. Oh, that's true. That's true. so. So you guys don't let anybody tell you that you can't get things done. <laughs> You brought John Tesh back and Five Iron Frenzy. Good for you. And and, and another piece, um, and we'll wrap it, you know, there's a lot of doom and gloom. I mean, we've seen the Pew yeah. studies. In fact, we report this information as it comes out about, you know, uh, a third of our generation has no faith at all. Uh, you know, our generation's leaving the church and all this, all this negative stuff. We wanted to look at, it's a new year too. We wanted to look at what's going right. Uh, what's God doing yeah. in our generation? There is, it doesn't feel like doom and gloom. Um, and, and so we wanted to spotlight some of the things that are going right. And so we talked to a number of leaders like Judah Smith and Carl Lentz and um, others uh, and looked at three or four aspects of what God's doing in our generation that is growing and booming, like the local church is, is thriving again and some other uh, really interesting, cool stuff. And some of the stories that are told in quotes that, are, that we got are just really eye-opening and encouraging. And really mm-hmm. encouraging because yeah. we do... We, we we all know the sad stories. They're easy to find. They get reported on a lot. But but we really, it, we hope that it's a it's a good start to 2013 when you get this and see that things are things are looking up. Yeah. So on the issue that has suicide on the cover, we're like, hey, but, but everything's great. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for joining us, y'all. If uh, if you want to get the new issue of Relevant, um, there's a number of ways you can do it. Uh, you can get it in the iPad. Uh, version, the iPad interactive version in, in the App Store. Big news for Android aficionados. How do I even say that word? Aficionado. Big news for Android aficionados. There you go. Um, we are releasing our Android edition of our interactive oh. magazine next week. Hmm. So it's a little late. It's a, it's a little late, but we wanted to get it right. So it's going to deploy next week in the Android uh, Google Play uh, Store. Um, so you can check that out. The print edition is available uh, at fine retailers across the country. Most Barnes and Nobles have it, plus others. Some airports like LAX. It, it's in the Hudson News. It, just look for it, and if they don't have it, ask for it. And you can always subscribe at our website, uh, relevantmagazine.com. When you do that, not only do you get um, access immediately to our subscriber perks like the free music, uh, but you get instant access to the magazine online. Um, if you want to preview the issue or view it, you can look at our, our digital flipper viewer at the website as well. Uh, so make sure to check it out. It's a new issue of Relevant. It's available now. Uh, subscribe. Get it. We love your support. I think you like the issue. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Stay tuned. Up next, Sugar in the Hilos.
listening to Melody's Echo Chamber. The song is I Follow You. When the band came through uh, the studio, uh, they, uh, it was just, it was one of my favorite performances I've seen. Yeah. Us too. It's infectious music. It's great. It's vintage. It's rock. It's fun. It's danceable. It's, if they're coming through on tour, you can't miss their show. Definitely check them out at their website, sugarinthehighlows.com. Performing two-day high, here is, once again, Sugar in the Hilos. Sugar in the Hilos. Do yourself a favor and check out sugarinthehilos.com.
You're listening to Exit Music, which is a really bad name if they're wanting you to stay for the yeah, don't play full it. performance. Don't play it when people just get there. Yeah. yeah. But it's <laughs> up first, Exit Music. And then yeah. when they're done with their set, everybody leaves. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the song is Passage, which is Passage right out again, the door. Again, it's just, yeah, perpetuating the problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's time for feedback. Now, uh, I, it wasn't our last podcast. It was on the one before that. Uh, we called a listener, uh, Brandon Harvey. He had gone on Twitter and was having a Rihanna crisis, caught our attention. We called him. He talked to us about the Rihanna crisis, which turned out to be not a Rihanna crisis, but it was entertaining. And, and uh, then a couple weeks ago during the holidays, during Christmas, uh, a couple other listeners uh, posted a video they made that caught our attention. Here it is. It, uh, the, the tweet is from Liz Dale. She says, thanks for relevant podcast for inspiring our holiday video, the ukulele and the slide whistle. What was that? The last part? The ukulele and the slide whistle. Slide whistle. whistle. I can't imagine who inspired that. Man. (laughs) So, and then they hashtag slide whistle love. Yeah. So, which is a website I'm actually trying to start. Slide yeah, that, that, that hashtag's been blowing up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not, not going to make it through it's, the safe search filters. It, yeah, it's there. not going well so far. <laughs> yeah. I got denied. Um, so, <laughs> Chris Hansen showed up at your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, we're going to play. We're going to play you this this uh, YouTube video that that they made. It's a song called "The Ukulele and the Slide Whistle." Here is Liz Dale and Bethany Tompkins. Here you go. Staring. I think wow. there's an echo on your side. You even yeah. say it sounded no. like two people. <laughs> Hello and harmony. That was amazing. I know we're we're pretty fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll fit right in. <laughs> yes. Well, so this is uh, Liz and uh, Bethany. Uh, welcome to the Relevant Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. So we just played the song for everybody. We, we were very honored that you publicly gave us credit for partially inspiring it. Uh, what, like, tell us, tell us about the song. How did this come to be? (laughs) That is a great question. Um, the song was a part of a bigger project that we did for our friend in Brazil who was doing mission work there. And we knew that she was going to miss Christmas. So we decided to do a video podcast for her. So we compiled a bunch of different things 
It is also on YouTube, but it is a protected link because it is far more embarrassing than this one particular song. <laughs> yeah. So um, we did this song for her. Um, Bethany here, I'm Liz, by the way. Um, Bethany here is the lyricist. So she was the one who uh, set up the different lyrics for it. And we got together. This was our first take. And yeah, we love the ukulele in the slide puzzle. <laughs> so, so you're just jamming out on the uke one day, and you're like, the lyrics just came to you. It's true. Like, in the in the vein, you, and you guys are from Canada. Yeah, we're from Canada. There's something in the water there because you got you, Bieber, Carly Rae Jepsen, just cranking out the hits. <laughs> we're expecting a few million views on the video now. Sure. Yeah, well, we are too. Yeah. So, so, so you're sitting there jamming out on the uke, like Jesse said, and you're thinking this song really needs a little something. Right. But, like, yeah. how, how did the slide whistle enter the equation? Well, um, we had been listening to the podcast and really loved, you know, the slide whistle. And and Liz actually has a rich history with the slide whistle. She had one as a child. Oh. So um, for Christmas, <laughs> I don't know if that's a rich history. It's almost like you, it's like your family adopted one or something. <laughs> Like we are very similar. She, she grew up with a slide whistle. I just love yeah. the idea of like a, a, a relative leaving behind the heirloom, the family heirloom slide whistle. Make sure you pass this on to it's future on generations. It's on the mantle. Yeah, so. yeah. I That's picture that exactly that relative like like one of those old timey mime clowns. What? And the only way to express himself is the slide. Oh, <laughs> <whistle. laughs> we do have two of them sitting right here. It. Why did you just whistle? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm organic that way. Mm-hmm. Tell okay. Tell us about yourself. Uh, what do y'all do other than being Canadian? <laughs> well, Canadian, I mean, it's full-time job, so uh, there's that. Um, I am a learning consultant, uh, so I work for an e-learning company, and I'm also a freelance writer and journalist. Oh. Yeah. And um, I work for a social media company, and I uh, work in their support department, so um, that's pretty much all I do. <laughs> Play the ukulele and go to work. Whereabouts in Canada do you guys live? We're in Atlantic Canada, so we're just above Maine. Oh, Ooh. okay. Okay. In the cold, is that cold the part. is that the region or the town name? Atlantic Canada is a region, and it it is made up of different provinces. So the province that we're in is New Brunswick. Oh, okay. How, how many uke players are there? In, is in, that a big your, scene? Yeah. Is area. there a lot of competition right now for you? Well, interesting, interesting question because like my roommate and I exchanged ukuleles for our birthdays, so that's how I got mine last year. Um, but you, you since- just swapped them. Like you both yeah, had one and you we just... We went shopping together and picked oh. out ukuleles for each other and gotcha. then gave them to each other. <laughs> we sound so cool right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could have just did, bought them for did, yourself then, right? Did, can I ask you a question? Do they have the Marshalls department store with these ukes on sale? <laughs> Sorry. It's no, a, it, see, now you guys have been trapped in an inside joke from earlier in the podcast, which you did not hear. So, sorry. You'll, you'll hear this later and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we will. I actually have friends now that have been interested in learning the ukulele and want to. One has a ukulele and wants to bring it to work so I can tune it for her. And the other has decided she's going to pick up the ukulele too. So, we, we might have a choir or something. So, wow. so your ukulele skills were acquired in, in just one year? Um, since July. Wow, that's oh, pretty impressive. Less. So less than a year. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. Well, what about your slide whistle skills? Oh, those have been brewing since probably about age of three, I'd say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We, what we heard was a lifetime of practice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is in your lineage. 
Right. Exactly. See, a yeah. lot of novices think that they can just pick up a slide whistle and just and master it. No, no, it takes years, if not decades. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I mean, oh, it, totally it, it's it's like it's like poker. It's an easy game to learn how to play. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult game to master. Yep. You know, it's like the nuance. The more you know, the more the more nuance there is in the slide whistle. It, yeah. It's sort of the chess of instruments <laughs> because you're always thinking like two notes ahead. <laughs> 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 the slide whistle. Right. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there it is. Because some people yeah. just go down, don't realize I can go back up. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It took most people. It takes most of their life to realize that. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what? Guys- it's the dead of winter there in Atlantic Canada. Right. Right down here, it's uh, seventy-seven degrees today Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what do you guys do in the winter up there? We wear many, many layers. Right. Uh, right now, what did we determine the so temperature was? It's it with the um, wind wind chill. It's like minus twenty seven Celsius, which what? is minus seventeen Fahrenheit, maybe. Yeah, minus Whoa. seventeen Fahrenheit right now. So we wear lots of layers. Um, you play the we drink lately. lots of coffee and tea <laughs> and hot chocolate. Some people go like they make the most of the winter sports. So like my brother likes to go snowmobiling a lot and. They uh, go skiing and snowshoeing is a big thing here too. Yeah, contrary to common belief, we don't spend all our time huddling in igloos or anything like that. Right. No igloos. Right, and, and you stay indoors and master instruments like the ukulele and the slide whistle. Right, exactly. exactly. Like it, it's really, in some ways, helps us to tap into our creative side during the winter. <laughs> I'll right. say, I, sitting around, hanging out, drinking hot chocolate, mm-hmm. you know, going on snowmobile adventures, and then going to uke jam sessions sounds pretty <laughs> awesome to me. It's <laughs> pretty nice. You have to try it out sometime. It's the Canadian like it. Canadian way of life. You should come up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome, actually. Is your slide whistle engraved? Oh. It is not, but um, oh, I feel like that's engraved. something I need to look into. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should get your family crest. <laughs> get your family crest <laughs> engraved on it. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's what I would do. <laughs> All right. Well, we were very honored that you gave us um, uh, partial credit for inspiring the song. It was a great song. Yeah, it's a beautiful and song. We're going to post the video. Everybody just heard the song, but we're going to post the video on the podcast episode page, and we hope to get you your millions of Bieber views. That is awesome. Thank well, you thank so you, much. guys. We're really excited. <laughs> we're longtime listeners, and we are part of the 10%. So yes. nice. throw that in there. Nice. Awesome. And feel free to, uh, you know, in 2013, come up, a song, we'll come up with a song about the ones and twos. Oh. oh. So, so if you could we pick... We will add that to our, our yeah. list of songs to write and learn. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're basically telling them they need to go get turntables yep. and, and master the skill of DJing. Yep, yep. Okay. And, I mean, you can throw in some ukulele and slide whistle in the DJ as well, but I would just like a song you, that's heavily inspired by the ones and twos. You know, you, you just J- want to J- I'm going to throw this out. Chad's a big dubstep guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm on it. Yep. Do you, know, you know what we should do? For uh, for people, if you, if listeners, if you do something so remarkable that it gets our attention and we want to call you and get you on the podcast, like Brandon Harvey a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and these girls, I, I think we should thank them the, our guests by sending them a relevant podcast mug. I like that. Let's do it. Woo! All right, we'll you, do that. Next time you're drinking hot chocolate, mm-hmm. having your uke session, you, you can be drinking out of a relevant podcast mug. There you go. We'll do that. And we'll take a picture and show you. Love it. Great. Awesome. All right. Thanks, girls. Thank, Thank you. you so much. See ya. Thank Bye. you. See Bye. Bye. Okay, because, you know, last week we did the best of the year. We didn't have a traditional feedback segment. You guys, a lot of you did post uh, pictures of celebrities that you've phone pick stalked. And a few of you posted posted stuff. You tweeted us, put them on the the episode page. Uh, Maya, I think, wins. Mm-hmm. She posted 
one that I had forgotten about of uh, her sitting next to first daughter Barbara Bush with first lady Laura Bush sitting two two seats down, mm-hmm. and I and I uh, it was you could see your hand. Yeah, in I took the picture from my knee, you know, like uh, yeah. not looking at. And I really didn't know you took it that way. Uh, but but Barbara very... Bush did. Yeah. <laughs> she saw <laughs> and the Secret Service did. Yeah, they definitely did. I'm More on, importantly, I'm on record now. But uh, so I've, there's Maya posted a picture of her and the first family yeah um so if you want to check those out you can head over to the episode page and see that now it's time for this week's editorial question of the week all right well it's the beginning of a new year uh we covered a lot of new year type things in the new issue and uh it's a time for fresh starts now i don't really get the whole thing about new year's eve to be honest with you i'm not really a new year's eve kind of guy i try to live every day the same you're always trying to improve always trying to tweak always trying to i mean you don't want to like you, you party that hard every night is what you're That's saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, I, I, I'm just not a whole, like, oh, this year, thank God it's over. I mean, yesterday was the same as today, same as tomorrow. It's, where are you going? Anyway. Not really. None of us were at work yesterday, and we're all here today, so it's a little bit different. Okay, so you New Year's Day like is no different than noon. any other holiday. Yeah, or Saturday or something. <laughs> or Yeah, or a Saturday. Right. <laughs> so, happy Saturday, everyone. <laughs> anyway, but to some people... They see it as a chance for a fresh start. Uh, and a lot of people uh, are, get bored. It's the winter. There's not a whole lot else to do. So you mm-hmm. might as well work on yourself. Mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions. Try to improve yourself. So we want to know what your New Year's resolutions are. You're up in Canada. You're kind of trapped in the snow. You know, uh, <laughs> nothing a, to do. Write a bunch of songs. Write a bunch of songs. Let's learn the ukulele this learn year. Learn the uke. And, and you're thinking, life's got to be better than this. Mm-hmm. I can be better than this. Something has to change. Something has to change. <laughs> and so you make a resolution. That's what we want to know. We want to know your New Year's resolutions. What What would you do if you can do anything this year? What will it be? I um, made a personal resolution to read more. I want to do 10 books. Of the Bible, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just because I, I like to read, but I often will put on the TV instead. So I do, I do a book club where we do like three to four a, a year. So I figured if I could, you know, add about six on top of that. Can I, can I make a recommendation? Yeah. The Goosebumps series is really good. I love Goosebumps. They're really good. Growing Cliffhangers. Growing up. Can I make another suggestion? Yeah. Audible.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that would go. be so... I would. Yeah, it's a there book. There you go. I could finish a whole bunch in a week. There you go. You could. You should. Ten in a week. <laughs> I, my resolution is to find this other Jesse Carey, challenge her to <laughs> the basketball game, and let's settle this search thing. <laughs> I've yep. resolved to do it. You have one year, Jesse... I'm talking to her. <laughs> Is it spelled like yours? Yes, exactly oh. like mine. So if you want to tell us your New Year's resolutions, here's how you can do it. Head over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. Post yours there. Hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, or you can post on our Facebook page. Search for Relevant Podcast. Many thanks to Tyler and Stephanie uh, for joining us. Check out the new issue of Relevant wherever fine magazines are sold. It's not everywhere, but it's wherever the fine ones are sold. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's true. And uh, small it, businessman aficionado quarterly, <laughs> <laughs> and the like, and the like. <laughs> if you want, uh, you can also see the new issue on our website. Uh, if you want to subscribe, it's only fifteen bucks. You get all six issues. You get instant access on the website to view not only this issue but all of our archives that are up. Um, and uh, you get four free albums and much more. We'd appreciate the support. You'll like the magazine. Uh, it's also this issue will be rolling out. Um, right now, as you all know, we have an iPad app that 
many people enjoy uh, this issue. In the next week or so, we will be rolling it out to Android devices as well. So uh, we are no longer neglecting people who don't like Apple. There are some people. We don't understand them, but we'll give <laughs> them what they want. Here you go. Here you go. I you guess. win. Here you go, Bill Gates kid. <laughs> <laughs> Many thanks to Sugar and the Hilos for coming through. Uh, make sure to check out those performance videos on our YouTube uh, page and also at uh, the website. They're phenomenal performances. They're one of our favorite groups. Sugar and the Hilos. Check it out. And you can find out more at sugarandthehilos.com. It's H-I-L-O-W-S. On that note, we'll wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Dallas Reynolds. I can't follow that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chad Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week. Happy 2013. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Go follow us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast. And for more great content, check out relevantmagazine.com. Oh, darn it, I'm out of oregano. Hurry, run to Marshall, to the spice section.